1: Thunderstorms are going to be rumbling across the Midwest, eventually moving into the eastern states, and our eyes are going to turn to the tropics as well. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers, and we have a special treat today. We have our producer, produces of these shows, who occasionally you hear chuckling in the background, Andy Robb, and he's going to be joining us as well. And this is Weather Insider for Monday, July 29th, and we are at episode 106. And, Andy, how does it feel to get out of the shadows and be pulled into prime time?
0: Well, first off, I wouldn't call it a special treat, but it is great to be... It's
1: a special treat by me. Oh, it's a
0: special treat by you. Well, it's great to be here, and uh, thanks for bringing me on today.
1: Well, you know, sometimes uh, Bernie and I, or Dean and I, or Dean and Bernie, and uh, we got Brett Anderson and other folks are talking, uh, and we get somewhat technical, but I thought it would be an interesting change of pace today to have uh, Andy on and uh, Andy's the is every man he's every person well not really but, <laughs> but, but, but you know what I'm saying so uh, we're going to get a little different perspective we're going I'm going to start talking about some of this stuff and, and Andy's going to truthy it up and uh, you say well what does that have to do with the rest of us so mm-hmm. I understand it so Andy I was in New York City this weekend and even though it wasn't terribly hot it was hot enough. High temperatures were in the upper 80s. The humidity, not too bad. Uh, I was actually there from Wednesday night through Saturday. It's amazing, though, how every day when it goes into the upper 80s, how you feel the heat bouncing off the sidewalk, the heat bouncing off of the uh, streets and off the buildings.
0: Yeah, even when you get in your car too, on the dashboard it can get really hot.
1: On the well, it is. But I, you know, it's, come on, Andy. It's in New York City. I left my car in the park. Went to the hotel. Okay, fair enough. I left my car in a parking <laughs> garage uh, or wherever they put it, and I was walking around a lot, mm-hmm. taking the subway. It's really interesting because some subway stations, man, were they hot. Other subway stations weren't so hot. Uh, my understanding is that uh, although all the trains were cool, but they vent out the heat when they come into the stations rather than in the tubes they vent the heat that they've collected by cooling out. so this, that's why sometimes the stations are pretty hot and then you get into the, uh, the into the subway car and yeah. it feels much nicer but subways in new york are great it was uh walking the streets of new york were excellent and that leads me into what's going to be happening up and down the i-95 corridor on well monday afternoon monday night and into tuesday the warmth is going to continue. It's not going to be excessively hot, high temperature in the upper 80s, but the humidity is going to be increasing.
0: Yeah, the, hu- the humidity is going to make it feel more hot, correct?
1: Ha- well, the actual, the real field temperature, absolutely. So does humidity, Andy, I want to ask you this question. Is does, does humidity really bother you a lot? Uh, don't you mind it that much? Uh, do you like a dry heat? Do not like any heat at all? What's what's your preference? I I think I
0: kind of like it a little bit drier humidity for me when I go outside. I kind of get that, you know, fish out of water kind of feeling, like, almost immediately.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, Understood. So we're looking at thunderstorms that are going to be forming across the Midwest on uh, Monday night, especially Tuesday. And they're going to be making their inroads into some parts of the eastern states as we go through uh, Tuesday uh, late afternoon and evening. We're talking about Buffalo and Pittsburgh columbus ohio down into west virginia maybe as far east as central pennsylvania places like altoona and state college up to williamsport and then up to rochester and syracuse and then on wednesday there those showers should really make inroads into the i-95 corridor so i think on tuesday i-95 should still be okay from boston to new york to philly to Baltimore, down to D C and on into uh uh the, the uh Tidewater area in in Virginia, North Carolina. But I do think that by Wednesday we're gonna see those showers just about everywhere. It's certainly we need it. We need it. We haven't had much rain uh in the uh uh in, in the eastern states and those places I mentioned since, well, probably a week or 10 days, I'm, my lawn is starting to turn
0: brown. Oh, that's never good. No, I, yeah, my plants are starting to get a little dried do you, do you go
1: out. Wa- do you, so how do you do that, And I want to know that because I don't pay attention to that as much. So if you have plants, do you, yeah. when it's dry, do you go out and water them?
0: Yes. I, how- try, I, I try to dr- water them a little bit in the morning and then when I come home.
1: So, I yeah, I guess when you come home, and, and in the morning, too, when you're not getting, like, direct sunlight on things, mm-hmm. then you're not going to get as much evaporation. So it keeps the soil uh, uh, pretty damp, and that's, that's when you want to do it. You don't really want to do it. In the middle of the day, I remember when I was a kid growing up, people said, "Don't water your lawn during the day because it'll burn your lawn up." But that's not the case. That really? Doesn't, that doesn't. Have, did you ever hear that? No, I didn't. Oh, no, I used to hear that all the time. But that's that's not the case. It doesn't burn it up. It just doesn't. Uh, what what happens is it do, it's not it's not as a, it, uh, it doesn't have the same effect because it evaporates so much faster. Mm-hmm. So your lawn isn't being burned up because you're watering it. What's happening is most of the water is going to waste. So it is more likely that your lawn will get burned up if you're in a dry period because you're watering and then evaporate. So the morning or the evening are the best times to do watering and actually the evening the best time because it's not going to evaporate as much during the nighttime hours. Okay, I want to turn our attention to the Southeast, to the Caribbean. We have a tropical system. Not a. It's really not that of a system yet but if you look at uh, you go to com and you look at the visible satellite in sure. the Caribbean south of Puerto Rico and Hispaniola you can see a lot of thunderstorms starting to circulate around that whole thing is going to move up over Hispaniola there's mountains there and so it's not going to really get organized very much then it'll move into the Bahamas late in the week and uh, I bet you're wondering if it's going to affect Florida or not. I was just about to ask, what well, what impacts does that
0: have for for the United States, for Florida?
1: Well, exactly. So we're not sure the system's going to get itself uh, act together and develop very much. However, uh, there will be it'll be gathering more moisture. Uh, it'll be getting a little bit more of its act together, and I think there'll be some more showers and thunderstorms across uh, Florida uh, come. Thursday, well, Wednesday night, Thursday into Friday, and that will try to move up along the eastern seaboard. So the showers I mentioned that are coming in on Tuesday and and Wednesday into the eastern states will try to move out of southern New England and the mid-Atlantic states probably from D.C. on northward on Thursdays. There may be a respite. Will that moisture that's coming in, we just talked about, uh, that tropical moisture, will that come up? along the eastern seaboard and get into the Carolinas and then try to move up into the mid-Atlantic states or not, not, not sure. But that's really where, we're after we get this, this first uh, area of showers that moves through, that's when we're going to have to turn our attention to the south and Florida. If the thing gets its act together, uh, even if it's not a tropical storm, it could turn fairly stormy down there across uh, portions of Florida and Georgia with a lot of showers and thunderstorms and some heavy downpours late in the week could that m- mean more flash flooding uh,
0: risks like i know that spots of florida got a lot of rain over the last week and some spots were underwater
1: well it's exactly right andy it, that, that's uh, uh, that's exactly where we are concerned about uh, some heavy downpours especially along the east coast of florida but anywhere and that could produce some more flash flooding there and up into georgia uh even if that moisture moves up further north whenever you're dealing with uh, something out of the tropics even if it's not a tropical storm you get some weird and funky things that occasionally happen and so that's possible late in the week we're gonna have to keep our eye on that on that uh but i don't think this first round of showers that's going to move through not associated with the tropical system but the other stuff we talked about uh late tuesday especially wednesday into thursday morning i don't think that will cause any widespread flooding Could there be a heavy downpour one or two places? Sure. Will it help your plants? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Will it help some of the lawns that have turned brown? Uh, I hope so. Uh, So uh, that's something we'll keep an eye on as we go through the course of the next couple days. So when we come back on Tuesday, we're going to be focused on uh, those showers moving out of the Midwest, and we're going to be focused and, and take a look a little bit closer to the tropics and see if that system is organized